0: I cannot wait to play Warcraft 3 Reforged. I hope it's exactly like they advertised at BlizzCon. Otherwise, why bother even making it in the first place? All right, it's done loading. My Reforged experience starts now.
1: episode 28 of the Dork Web Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Lochiato, and I'm joined, as always, by my venerable co-host, Mr. Evan Rakowski.
0: Here I am. <laughs> yes, you are.
1: <laughs> All right. So uh, we got some cool stuff today, and uh, I think maybe as our little intro fun thing that we do may have hinted at, uh, one of those things that we're going to talk about is... Warcraft Reforged. Ah.
0: Yes. More like Warcraft Reborged.
1: Yes, or Warcraft Refunded. Yes. As the internet has said. That is Uh, the
0: official coin now.
1: Yes. But we're also going to be talking about uh, the movie of many names, Currently going by Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey. And not
0: Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of Harley Quinn. Yes, and not
1: that. Yeah, not Word
0: Salad the movie.
1: Not Word Salad the movie. Uh, But we're going to be talking about that and more, all of these things, in good time. Yes. But mostly starting now. Um, That being said, for when we do talk about Harley Quinn... Spoiler warning, uh, because we're gonna be talking about a whole bunch of stuff. But before we get into um Harley Quinn's fantabulous emancipation of the birds of prey <laughs> in their own feature film. Yes. Um, let's talk a little bit about some of the, the news rumblings. Uh first of which is, of course, the titular Warcraft Reforged. Ah uh, yes. Reforged. Titular indeed. Yes. So um yeah, people aren't happy. They're not happy at all. Yeah,
0: I'm kind of glad I hit the snooze button on this one and like waited for it to come out before buying it.
1: Yeah, so let's just kind of go over like what the, what happened. So so Blizzard a couple years ago showed, you know, showed off and was like, "Hey everybody, you remember your favorite dog? Well, <laughs> we brought it back we to brought life it back to life and it can do so much more. Like check out all these amazing things. And look at how HD this dog is. Yeah, they just
0: show you like a pre-made like pre pre-visual of what your dog will look like and when they finally give it to you it's it's like it's been monkey pod back to life.
1: Right. Yeah, it's kind of like when you go in if you've ever had like a surgery consultation or anything, and they like show you like, oh, this is how the procedure should go, and it's just like a smiling guy. As yeah. They just like rip out his knee and put a new one yeah. in. Yeah. But but then like you get it done, and, and you like, just like
0: wake up in a hospital bed with the horrible knee pain. Yeah, just bruises
1: all over your yeah. leg, and they're like, ooh, I wouldn't walk on that for a couple of years.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's Warcraft Three Reforged, in a nutshell.
1: Yeah. So, um, you know, I think one of the the easiest things to point out, and probably my biggest gripe with it before we get into some of the arguably more cosmetic things uh, is that Blizzard has deleted the glame, uh, the the yeah the game client for Warcraft 3 non-reforged. so
0: there was a whole list of things that they should have done and they shouldn't have done and it's like they only checked off the list of things that they shouldn't have done. Yeah, it's it like se- they lost the other list.
1: Yeah, it seems like kind of a stab to like your left eye to just make your right eye look better.
0: Yeah, to just <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah, they just hey, like all these people who maybe maybe weren't going to buy Warcraft 3 Reforged, we're going to force you to buy Warcraft 3 Reforged because we know that you actively still want to play Warcraft
0: like, I'm trying to think of an analogy where, like, someone takes, like, a really, like, still played, uh, beloved, like, old game that, that everyone remembers and just fails to deliver on everything they promised.
1: Oh, what about that Sonic game? Which one? The big one. What is it, like, Sonic 04?
0: Oh, Sonic 06? Sonic 06. Oh, man, that's...
1: <laughs> I think that yeah. like you have your game right there. Yeah. It's like, how do you, how do you mess up Sonic so bad?
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can. And they did. (laughs) Yeah. You just, there has to be some level of, like, uncaring or almost, like, negligence when it comes to making something like that. Because not only are you deleting, like, the beloved version, but you're replacing it with something that's been universally panned by the fans as being, like, not... At all what they thought it was going to be and what you promised them. Yeah. In in that in that trailer. And Blizzard's just like, oh, we don't understand what's going on. Like, how could this have happened? Right. We apologize to the fans. Yeah.
1: And some of the things, um, you know, that people are getting kinda of pissed off about are
0: the unfinished UI.
1: Yeah, there's an unfinished UI. There's uh little to no ability to do anything beyond play the main campaign so there's no um like complete matchmaking there's no custom games games. all of the old matchmaking leaderboards and all of the old content made in like you know the old you know kind of like game engine is gone and obviously that's because they're so afraid of somebody making the next dota and then having that escape from their grasp So they're, you know, they're they're just gating, you know, that possibility off at the earliest available time uh, to make sure that, you know, nobody mods their game and turns a buck.
0: Well, I think that's what almost they kind of encouraged in StarCraft 2, like the StarCraft 2 arcade.
1: Oh, yeah. They've clearly changed their mind. (laughs) (laughs) It's, yeah, Blizzard is, it's tough because, you know, you got to keep in mind it's not Blizzard anymore. It's Blizzard Activision. Yeah. This and a is... lot of the
0: people that made it Blizzard left a long time ago.
1: Yeah, and they've been with Activision now for a very long time, so it's not you know, it's not like oh, there's still this crack team of Blizzard who's like giving old Activision the slip. It's no, like it's... no, they've been caught, gutted, they, they, and replaced. Yeah, they've you been know?
0: fully absorbed by the Activision con conglomerate. Yeah, the entity known as Activision.
1: Right, but 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 let's just uh, let's, yeah, say a couple more things in memoriam. Um, you know, another thing, a couple of E3s ago, when Blizzard first showed it off, they showed like all of these dynamic cutscenes with these like sweeping camera angles and like basically a more cinematic approach to yeah. the game. And for the most part, that's been eliminated in the final product. And they've to they've, make it more
0: like the original.
1: Yeah, that's what they said. And they brought this up last year, I think. Um, and a lot of people were pissed off, and rightly so. But the thing that gets me, you know, just so bonkers having seen this game in action on a few different people's machines is for the most part, when you're playing a game like that, you're zoomed all the way out and you want to be so that you have the best play the game. Yeah. Like the best command of the battlefield. And when you're zoomed all the way out in, I'd say most of the cases that I've seen, there's like no difference in how that game looks, you know, right now versus how it looked three months ago before, you know, reforged.
0: Yeah. Like the only way you can see the fine details is if you're like zoomed up all the way. Yeah, or there's like a big set piece. And if yeah. you're doing that, you're not looking at your other dudes getting killed by the dragon.
1: Right. So very disappointing. This is. I mean, I think we even said it before on the podcast. Like, ooh, this is. Yeah. Going to be is like the, 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 the thing make that's going to make break or break, it. break him. Yeah. Yeah. They have to handle with care. And, and with this
0: act, they, like, fumbled with their lizard mask and showed everyone that they were not indeed blizzard, but <laughs> the horrible lizard man. Just terrible snake people. Yeah, of Activision underneath their, their flesh face.
1: Yeah. Well, rip, rip, blizzard. Oh, man. Um, I mean,
0: they have Overwatch, but, like, can Overwatch really keep them afloat?
1: Not for long. Not for long. Um, You know, without getting too much into it, like, you've seen... How The Overwatch scene is kind of like there's still like the diehard people, but for the most part, there's now like Apex, there's Fortnite, and like that's becoming, yeah, it was kind a, of the flavor of the week favorite type of you'll, multiplayer you'll have your,
0: your diehard Overwatch fans, but it for the most part, I feel like it's it's fad is now most gone, gone, kind of coming gone, yeah. And it doesn't
1: seem like they're reinventing the wheel with Overwatch 2.
0: I mean, when Overwatch 2 comes out, it'll they'll probably be in the spotlight again, but. It'll, this will happen, but a lot quicker. Yeah. Where, like, interest will die off after a little bit.
1: Sure. But but other games that are having some news right now is uh, Anthem. You You mean the game that was dead on arrival? Yeah, you might remember Anthem is the game that we thought looked really, really cool in, like, everything that they showed. And then, yes, it, you know, it's like oh, wow, we have this plan to build this crazy, like, space rocket to go to the moon. And, like, they keep showing you all these blueprints. You're like, oh, man, this could really work. Yeah. And then they just, like, you know, open up the hatch, and it just, like, farts out of the the hangar, like, 15 inches and explodes. Yeah, like, oh, or
0: when they reveal the ship, it's just, like, a guy in a lawn chair with a bunch of helium balloons.
1: Yeah, and coat hangers. Yes. Yeah. So uh, it was really disappointing because it was – a cool take on, like, the loot shooter, Destiny-style yeah. type of game. Like, just be an Iron Man all the yeah. time. You know me, I around. like my power armor. Sure, sure. Um, but it is getting a major overhaul. So, are they from just... Its, uh, from its corporate masters, EA and Bioware. Yeah. Man, how did that... I wonder how that conversation went. Who knows? But what is known, and, you know, th- this has been kind of front-facing it, news for a few days now. They've been talking for a about it for a bit, yeah. yeah. Um, they're getting... You know, a big overhaul. So big, in fact, that they've kind of sent out messages to the, whoever is brave enough to still play this game. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, hey, uh, don't expect really too much going on except ca- maybe an occasional event because we're hard at work. Uh, just remaking re- re- this Remaking this game. Oh, my God.
0: So they're just going to... Uh,
1: how are they going to do that? They're just going to use the same
0: assets and, like, reassemble it?
1: Nobody knows because, you know, obviously... Um, destiny you know kind of updated itself yeah through like season passes and then destiny 2 and then destiny 2 did the same thing up until very recently when they escaped activision when they <laughs> yeah when they escaped their corporate masters yeah. um so i think i mean destiny has a really good model right now um it's not clear what what anthem is going to do i think it would really really hurt them if they didn't just give this away this change it, like if they tried to make people buy the game again, again. yeah like that would be oh, pretty th- rough. the
0: only way to save this game is to turn it into a free-to-play model like uh destiny
1: yeah i think like the best thing that they could do is make the base game and whatever this revamp is free to play mm-hmm. and then you know just have a nice do,
0: yeah, do, do the season pass thing.
1: Yeah, have it or yeah, do the season pass or expansions. I mean, I I could see expand. it's a bioware game. Yeah. They want to be story centric. I don't know but, if it's
0: still bioware though.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like it's 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 that's what they're known for. It's been for. a long time reputation. since Night's Seal of Republic. Yeah. But um but if they just lean more into like cosmetic stuff, they can people who enjoy playing the game will spend stupid amounts of money on looking the way that they want. Like us. Like like anybody who spends a lot of time in a game that they like playing. At some point, they want some way to change how they look or to make themselves look the way that they want them to look. So, so they don't look like a scrub. It, it's a kind of, if you build it, they will come type situation. But if you build it and you put it behind a gate and everybody's like, oh man, this was like, a dumping field for, like, 50 years. Yeah. What's behind this gate? And you're like, oh, to find out, you have to give me money. I don't think that's going to go too well for them. No. So here's hoping that they, you know, turn a dump into something cool uh, and that they don't try to, like, drain people's blood for it.
0: Well, you know, just like Blizzard, if they listen to this podcast, they can avoid their mistakes.
1: I know, man. It's it's like if these... If these corporate entities and lizard people just listen to the dork web podcast they can do it while they're licking their eyeballs yeah they'd avoid all of their downfalls and they'd even be privy to some movie predictions that come true yeah wow
0: all these things are possible through the dork web
1: if you just listen to the dork web and you rate it and you review it and, and, and share give us it.
0: money on patreon when we ever set that up
1: yeah not yet though yeah soon um really just give us things yeah we like that um so yeah, so hopefully, hopefully something good comes of Anthem. Uh, our last piece of news is the Batman. Oh,
0: you mean Mister Wayne? Wayne, are you talking about the the Batman?
1: The Batman. The Batman. Yes, uh, the Batman. The Robert Pattinson Batman. The Patman. The Patman, as Evan says. Yes. Uh, we got a, we got a look, and he's looking pretty good. Very industrial. He's looking pretty good. Um, definitely industrial. It's like like, it it industrial... screams like two thousand and two.
0: Yeah, it's like industrial, but also Arkham like city.
1: Like the game. Yeah. Yeah. Like
0: how the how his armor was like very like modular. Well, the last one where he had the bad armor. Um,
1: the third game. Yeah. That.
0: I mean, he looked really good in the third game. I, the third game was garbage, but his suit was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, but and I mean. Seeing Robert Pattinson in, uh, you know, the Bat suit, uh, just completely furthers and solidifies my belief that he would have made a great Terry McGinnis for Batman Beyond. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. But it looks like he's bulked up, so that looks good. Yeah.
0: After emaciating himself to be in uh, the lighthouse.
1: Yes. And if, if you're lucky enough to follow us on Instagram or you seek us out at DorkWebPodcast Podcast on Instagram.
0: Or stalk us on real life.
1: You will find uh, a very scary picture uh, th- where I just shed. turn the bright. Yeah, you turn just, the brightness way up. I just turn the brightness up in you know an editing program to show you what Robert Pattinson's eyes look like in that really dark video trailer of him in the bat suit. If you look
0: closely, you can see the very large whites of his eyes on the cowl.
1: Yes, he has enormous, open, seriously staring eyes. <laughs> Like somebody is just like yo, if you don't give me the most shocked expression ever, like you're gonna lose this role. Well,
0: it could have been very dark on the set, and you couldn't see anything.
1: Oh, I I bet that's it. But that's a good pick. Enjoy.
0: Also, it gives us a good look at the cowl, like the fine detail. It's like leather stitched on the outside.
1: Yes, yes,
0: you can see that when you zoom in. It's hemmed, we'll say.
1: Yeah, there's like stitching on it. It it looks cool. Like I like. Yeah. yeah, it's actually leather and not like plastic or. Yeah, like some kind of polymer. Yeah. So, I
0: mean, it's inter- I mean, I've never seen a cow like that before, but it makes sense in a weird way, like if it's leather, who knows.
1: Yeah, it's cool. Um definitely interested to see what kind of vibes this movie has. Um I've heard somebody say that they think it's going to be a long Halloween type story because of just the sheer number of villains cast.
0: So to remind me and remind the listeners, can you do a, give a brief synopsis of Long Halloween?
1: No, because no. I don't know it off the top of my <laughs> head. So that would be pretty cool because they've already said they wanted to do more of a detective film as opposed to like a urban ninja <laughs> action yeah. film. So I'm all for Batman being... The, the detective. Yeah, detective? literally, you know, detective comics, the world's greatest detective. Yeah. Do some detective work.
0: Yeah, with your fancy gadgets.
1: Yeah. So, um, very interested to see how that develops. But we are going to. How that
0: bat s- develops.
1: How bat develops. Yes. Um, we are going to switch our gears and set our targeters on full kill. blast and kill <laughs> uh, as we are going to be talking about Harley Quinn. Uh, slash Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn Yes, slash now renamed Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey.
0: Yep. Needs like a, a long breath after for that one. It's Not because you're like disappointed or anything, but just because that's a lot of words to say.
1: It's so many words to say. But um, let's let's go through the cast before we start talking too much about it. So we have... A fairly
0: talented cast. Like, the acting was pretty good across the board, I say.
1: Oh, totally. So we have Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. We have Rosie Perez as Renee Montoya. We have Journey Smollett-Bell as Black Canary. We have Mary Elizabeth Winstead as Huntress. We have Ian McGregor as Roman Sionis slash Black Mask. We have Chris Messina as Victor Zaz. Uh, And we have... Ella J. Bosco as Cassandra Kane. Hmm.
0: Let's go down a list of uh, actors. Actors? Yes. The, well, not all of them, but. So we have Harley Quinn, uh, Margot Robbie reprising a role from Suicide Squad.
1: Oh, oh. So you mean like the characters? Yes. Yeah. So Harley Quinn, as you said, yep. reprising a role. We have Black Canary. Uh, and this is. Not her first time on the screen. There's actually been uh, some TV shows. There was a Birds of Prey TV show in the early 2000s.
0: Was she in it?
1: Not the same actress, okay. but, but you know okay. Black Canary yeah. has been on the screen before. Okay, that's what you mean. Um, and in animated shows. Mm. Obviously, she kicks a lot of ass. She has like sonic screams. You wouldn't
0: know that from the movie, though, until the very end.
1: I know. That was such a disappointment. She only does it once. Um, you have Huntress who's a general badass with a crossbow. Oh, and yeah. uh, Just Game of thrones people with and a, a crossbow. And a vendetta. And uh, you have Renee Montoya, who is the only cop who can do anything.
0: In Gotham City, apparently.
1: Yes. And uh, the actress who plays Renee Montoya... Rosie Perez. Rosie Perez is a phenomenal actress. Oh, yeah. We're, we're a big fan of her, her,
0: her here at the Dork Web. Yes. Especially her performance in uh, Pineapple Express.
1: Yeah, she killed it in Pineapple Express. She was hilarious. More or less the same character. More or less the exact <laughs> same character, but a crooked cop instead of a good cop. A good cop who you know gets shit done. Although she
0: was kind of crooked
1: in, in uh, Birds of Prey. I, I she mean, she was kicked off the force. Yeah, she was going outside the law and drinking and drinking. <laughs> yep. We have Roman Sionis as who, the one
0: and only Ewan McGregor,
1: and he's Black Mask, as we yeah. said. Uh And we'll we'll talk about that. Uh, and then Chris Messina is Zaz, sure.
0: Chris Messina.
1: Messina. Chris Messina. There you go. There we go. Zaz. Zaz. Victor Zaz. Victor Zaz.
0: The kind of a new blood in the whole Batman thing, right? Like the
1: character himself. Yeah,
0: he's not like a he's not like a Tom Kane or whatever.
1: Um, yeah, compared to like some of other Batman's villains. Yeah, newer. like Black
0: Mask. Black Mask is like an older villain.
1: Eighties. Yeah, that's not old. Yeah. Like, Batman's been around since, like, oh, World yeah, true. War Two. It's, like, late in Batman time. Yeah, true. Sometimes
0: I forget how old Batman is.
1: But Zaz traditionally is bald, like, really skinny, covered crazy. in scars, crazy.
0: Usually in his, like, Arkham jumpsuit that he's just escaped from.
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> and uh, we got a, a different performance. So, um, yeah, I didn't like this movie. Uh, I didn't like this movie at all. And contrary to pretty much everything that I read online where, cause you know, I like to read a little bit about the movie before I go and see it. But everything that I read online was people who didn't like the movie kept saying that it was like pushing like a feminist agenda. And like, I mean, maybe I can see a little bit like a cast that's so like female driven that they could feel that. My biggest problem with the movie was that it was just written so poorly and they just do so many classic characters who, you know, as far as we're considering most of the Birds of Prey, this is the first time they really got a chance to be like in a movie screen and probably like the last time based on how this movie performed and they just did them dirty. Yeah. And they did Black Mask dirty and they did Zaz dirty and oh man it's just it everyone else in the movie is solely there just to like just as a vehicle for harley yeah just as a vehicle for harley yeah to get to harley quinn's next which is is horrible to do the birds of prey
0: because i feel like you know nowadays in like 2020 you know the birds of prey like a birds of prey movie would be fucking perfect you know you have barbara gordon recently crippled uh, from being shot by the Joker, and yeah, trying you know, to
1: like get over that hump.
0: Yeah, she goes on like her hero's journey again. Yeah, and, and FYI,
1: the original Birds of Prey was founded by Oracle. Yeah, Barbara Gordon and, uh, and um, Black, Canary. Black Canary. Yeah, yeah. So that was and the OG the hunters, group. Yeah, that yeah that and then the Huntress Came after. Yeah, like, but that would be a great story. That would that would yeah.
0: be a very strong, you know, like feminist power, you know, and everyone could like it because you know it's it's right. It would be a great. Yeah, yeah, like super good movie. Yeah, it super, be like, super feel good, self, so yeah. super empowering movie. Right. But instead, they were just cheapened as side characters for crazy Harley Quinn, who literally does coke in this movie.
1: Right. And the thing that you know, I think probably rubs a lot of people the wrong way, is all that, plus the fact that the title that they're writing, or at least that they were writing until after the film came out and was flopped, the Birds of was Prey Birds of Prey and, and Harley Quinn. Yes. Yeah. and now and it's just
0: Harley Quinn yes. and the Birds of Prey. Yes, and
1: that's the point. The, you know, and, the Birds and sadly, of Prey, the title graph. Yeah,
0: and, and sadly, the second title is more accurate to what you're seeing in the film. Yes. Like, yes, the Birds of Prey are there and characters in this film, but by all means, Harley Quinn is the main character in this film.
1: Yeah, and um, you know, before we get too deep on some of the characters... Um, just stupid, stupid things that I hated in the movie, like writing-wise. Um, the movie's main conflict starts and ends with a sandwich, and the sandwich being lost or destroyed before Harley Quinn can eat it.
0: It was Chekhov's sandwich.
1: Yep. Um, also, there's the hyena for purest fan service, and then oh, come on, it's Bruce the hyena, and then it's ridden off. <laughs> And never talked about again until the, the end of the and movie. For the rest of the movie, and then it just shows up at the end of the movie like, unceremoniously. Oh, by, the, by the
0: way, he was roaming around Chinatown.
1: Yeah, just unceremoniously yeah. shows up at the end of the movie in a convertible. And in all the posters and all of the trailers, the hyenas like featured. Like yeah. it's like it's rolling with the crew. It was so, just it was there. Yeah, it's just fan service. Yeah. So just stuff like that, where the movie—I don't even know how to describe it. It's like. The movie is a catfish, like it's just showing you all the things that like, like, oh, maybe this is gonna be cool, like maybe this could be cool, like oh, the birds of prey, like Harley Quinn's got her hyena, like that kind of looks cool, and then like you get in the theater and like it's Harley Quinn, just like drunkenly kind of like stumbling around, oh yeah, bumping she, into the birds she of gets... prey, oh my god. Well, yeah, no, go she ahead. Is a, she go is ahead.
0: A, she is a mess in the beginning yeah. of the movie. So in the beginning of the movie, you know, the Joker dumps her, blah blah blah. She, she is not doing well. She, <laughs> I guess that's really the really only way to describe it.
1: Okay, I'll describe it yeah, better. Yeah, keep going. So, yeah, she's just like drunk, stumbling around, doing she's drugs. Like, I think she like takes a pill or something. I mean, maybe or snorts something. I wouldn't be surprised. But the point is, she's like you know, basically just like stumbling around, bumping into these side characters, and then just being with them for a night or a day or a couple of hours and kind of like interacting with the stuff that they have going on in their life until like, there's a convenient point in, you know, their tiny little subplot that she can jump off like the rails onto the next person's track and then start just, you know, hanging on to their, it's almost like
0: she's, she's the force of nature in this film. Well, well, that was definitely a more descriptive uh, definition of the film than I gave.
1: What did you think about the film, Evan? So,
0: you know, like, I fully admit, like, it was pretty dumb, and it could have been a lot better, and all of my gripes about it, you know, just kind of literally throwing away all these good characters. I mean, Black Mass is a great Batman film. All I can say, he's not going to be in Rush Hour 3, and neither will Victor Zsasz. Um, nope. So they just, yeah, they, they cast all these great people, and they just throw them away.
1: Unceremoniously, unceremon- without actually showing yeah. them off for like what they can do,
0: unceremoniously bodied by Harley Quinn. Um, not even. Not even what? Not even. Oh no! That the cat Cassandra. C- yep. Cassandra Kane kills him with a grenade. <laughs> yep. Oh man, he he gets he's fucking blown up. Um, but so I I enjoy the acting. I thought everyone did a great job. I thought some of the bits, while very immature and lowbrow, you know, I chuckled a bit. I thought it was funny at times. It was entertaining, but mostly lacked substance and kind of betrayed its own uh, source material.
1: Yeah, and just to get like a um, a little bit on the plot itself, um, you know, basically Harley Quinn is recovering from her uh, breakup with the Joker and, you know, decides that the best way to do this is to just get, like, Going trashed. Yeah, just to get, like, trashed. And then as the bright idea to, like, blow up Ace Chemicals, which...
0: Is something the Joker has been trying to do for years. Yeah. And Batman stops him every time. Harley Quinn just has to be, like, blackout drunk and steal an steal oil tanker. And then and just drive, drive into, into Ace it. Chemicals. Yeah.
1: And that's it. And jump out at the last second and boom. Oh, and yeah.
0: Then... That truck instantly like combusts as soon as it touches the wall.
1: Yeah. And this creates like a ripple effect that, you know, gets um, Black Mask, Roman Sion. Because I don't even feel right calling calling him Black Mask. Yeah, he's, he's, he's Roman Sionos. Yeah. Uh, you and my brother. Yeah. Who gets him mad. And, you know, then that kind of like spirals into um, just more shit. So, the thing that's annoying is I think that as far as the characters are concerned, um, or Harley Quinn withstanding, Renee Montoya, Black Canary, and Huntress are all pretty good. Like, I think that they were well cast and, like, they all kick ass. Like, they do well. It's just that they don't really have much that they're doing. So, it's just a couple of scenes, mostly at the end, where they're actually doing any action yeah but you know what's happening for the most of this movie because there's not much action is the result
0: of what harley quinn's doing
1: yes it's you know now she's involved in stuff that's going on with roman sionis and you know she's bouncing between renee montoya and black canary And kind of going back and forth between the things that are going on in their life. And they're both in the circle of Roman Sionis. So Harley Quinn is also involved with them. And Huntress is just roaming around killing dudes. Well, she's not there yet. And, And then just out of the blue, out of random... You know, Roman Sionis just starts talking about this this crazy gem. Oh yeah, this, you know, the Bertinelli gem. diamond. Yeah, that's got like this infinite fortune carved into yeah, it or some I, shit. I kind of,
0: I kind of, my eyes glazed over when they were going over like that bit of the plot. So, what is like inside the diamond is a code to like the Philosopher's Legacy for Metal Gear or something?
1: Yeah, it's basically that. <laughs> like inside, you know, this seemingly unbreakable stone, they somehow carved in. Like uh the anti life equation or some cra- yeah, like you know yeah it, it's it's some location of some crazy like stash of mafia treasure okay so it is the so philosopher's it's like, legacy yeah it's like jojo yeah so you know they're off to just find it's it's the first arc in jojo they're just off to find like one of the dons treasure stashes yeah uh they just need to go check the public toilet easy go watch the anime you'll figure it out but but no so you know that happens and then everything changes because from there uh, Roman Sionis Black Mask is like, oh, this is the most important thing. We need to, you know, find this diamond at all costs. And, of course... They get it. But... Yeah, they get it, but... Um,
0: immediately pickpocketed by Cassandra Cain. Pickpocketed or whatever
1: and eaten by Cassandra Kane. Yeah. And at this point, you may be asking, why who's Cassandra Cain? And why does she eat diamonds? And I remember you said her name <laughs> at the beginning... And my answer to you is, well, the movie's not too sure either. Because there's like a single scene at the very maybe first 20... No, because I actually counted and it was like 35 minutes before it wasn't just Harley Quinn on the scene. Mm. Um, but it's like the first scene that isn't just Harley Quinn. And you see uh, Cassandra Kane who is this orphan and she's having a rough go, you know, like her adoptive parents are arguing and you can hear them and she's kind of sitting down away from it all. Um, So that's the only backstory you get is that she's an orphan orphan who has a shitty home, a ragamuffin and that's it. And then from there, she's like this quintessential character because she pickpockets this diamond, you know, not knowing exactly what she's getting and then eats it. So then it's a game of hot potato between Tossing the orphan around and who's gonna get the orphan, yeah. how are they the, gonna get the, the diamond? Yeah, how are they gonna
0: cut her open, gutter, and take the the thing?
1: And all that. Yeah. And uh Yeah, no, we'll 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 come back to Cassandra Kane. Um let's talk about Black Mask. Mm. So pretty crazy in this film. Black Mask is weak. Black Mask sucks yeah. in this movie. Uh crazy. I don't think he's crazy. I think he's He's criminally insane. He's like stupid movie schizophrenic. Yeah. It's like nobody acts like that. Only like people who are writing movies think that crazy yeah. people do the things that he does
0: in this movie. I was gonna say, like they're in a Stanley Kubrick movie and someone's going crazy.
1: Yeah, like it's it's you know, like, oh, um, you know, I'm I'm cutting off one of my enemy's face or I'm having my goon cut off one of my having enemy's Victor faces Saz cut
0: off your enemy's face
1: yeah which Victor as who's his own full-fledged villain in batman canon is nothing more than like a weird super dependent goon who like Maybe can't also imagine is, life yeah. without you know Black being Mask. his boss's number yeah. two so it's just you know it's a weird dynamic but uh roman sionis you know this is the type of crazy that I guess, you know, Hollywood and executives think up. we are like, Ooh, wouldn't it be crazy if like this guy captured a rich guy and then like peeled off his face with his wife and his kids there. And then he like, goes to let the daughter go. And the daughter's like, thank you. And has a little snot bubble. And he's like, ew, not a snot bubble. All right. Now it's time to peel the daughter's face off too. Uh, yeah. That it's was like, yeah, that's, that's, that's what, you know, that was a rough scene. It's, but they, but you know, they don't show anything. Yeah. It's, it's all just inferred violence. And, like, it's just stupid to me. Like, it's comically... I almost want to say comically impossible, but that's not the right thing. It's it's, it's its too dark. It's comical to me that, you know, anybody thinks that that's just the normal behavior for, like, a villain or, like, somebody who's trying to do, like, extortion yeah. or somebody like that. Like, there's no more extortion left, like, when you do something like that. There's no end to that. Yeah. yeah. So... It's, I don't know, it's just stupid. Beyond that, Black Mask has a very unique um, but cool backstory. And, like, it still stands up today. None of this is in the movie. No. Um, And it's just a quick little, we won't actually do a story time episode here, but just a quick little back and forth on uh, Black Mask. Black Mask, um, you know, in the comics... He had a troubled childhood. Dropped on his head. He was dropped on his head as a baby. Uh, He knew the Wayne family because his family was trying to kind of like get in close with them. Uh, And he basically uh, was the heir to a cosmetic company with very disapproving parents who didn't really approve of uh, one of the models for the cosmetic company that he was dating. So his first reaction was, Okay, well, I'm just gonna like Killer now, parents. yeah, I'm just gonna now like say that they died in a fire that I started, and then inherit said company and start making like radical decisions about like what the future of cosmetics are, like just putting a bunch of like weird '90s geometry yeah. paint, yeah, just like, all like, weird over David Bowie makeup, yeah, like David Bowie makeup, like this is the future of cosmetics. So he has a bunch of like financial flops, and he's like, okay, I've got it, like I'm just gonna have this contest for the scientist to come up with this crazy new innovation in cosmetics. And somebody, you know, eventually comes up with the idea of waterproof cosmetics, which is funny because those exist today. But at the time in the 80s, this was a very different idea. Um, And the scientist is like, here's the idea, but it's not ready yet. The, you know, binding agent that keeps the cosmetics dry. Like I haven't tested it on people uh, in Roman just hurries him away. He's like, hey, all right, no You're worries. Fired. You're fired. Here's a $100,000 for, like, making this technology piece. Uh, and he immediately puts it into production. But surprise, surprise, it starts, like, melting and peeling the skin of anybody who uses it. So uh, everybody's super pissed off with him, like the board and all of his, you know, financial people uh, in his company. Turn against him. And they all turn against him. Uh But he is then bought out by the Waynes uh, or Bruce Wayne at this point and Lucius Fox. So uh, feeling ultimately dejected, he goes to his parents' grave where he is struck by lightning and survives. Also dropped on his head again. And and hits his head again. Uh, And when this happens, he goes into the crypt where his family is buried and rips off a piece of the coffin and literally drools and gibbers madly into it for five hours hours straight uh, before taking that piece of the coffin and carving it into a mask. And, you know, he goes on and on in this like rant about how, you know, masks are an identity. And, you know, once he puts on the mask, you you become become someone else, you become that. Um, And he takes a bunch of those chemicals that were melting people's faces. And he takes a bunch of masks and some guns and he goes out and he starts this thing called the false face society where he starts kind of recruiting criminals and like outcasts and giving them a mask and you know, on the note of his parents, uh, you know, in this movie his parents are alive and well, and in fact they've cut him off, which is like the main source of Roman Sionis's anger. But you know, in actual Black Mask backstory and lore, you know, the whole the whole thing that drives him to be a criminal is, you know, he killed his parents for this dream and then the dream spat in his face. Yeah. But his parents are alive and and wealthy and... How do they do this in the movie? Eh, it's madness. So, you know, I refuse that to... Oh, and I guess finally, our final point on Black Mask. The point where he gets the black mask. So instead of that cool story that I just said where he, you know, carves the mask out of his father's grave after going insane... Uh, him, yep. him getting the mask is, you know, he's about to go off into the fight, and he just walks off into his room and like looks onto the wall, and there's a mask on a hook, and then he picks it up and puts it on. Yeah, and uh, that's that. Yeah, he just really just he looks real mad for a hands he's, Done yeah. with this character.
0: He just like kind of storms around a room for a few moments, looks
1: all mad, looks at the mask, then puts the mask on. Yep. Great. Yeah. So cool. So. You can tell that probably rubbed me the wrong way because uh, he's a cool character. And, you know, this is the one chance to do anything with him because now he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Bodied. Literally, yeah. Exploded dead. Um, Fragged. And I think one of our last points that we have to make is to talk a little bit more in depth about Cassandra Kane, as promised. So by the end of this movie... Cassandra Kane uh is essentially adopted by Harley Quinn. Yeah. In, in a way. So definitely not legally. Yeah. So the movie ends with Cassandra Kane and Harley Quinn uh stealing the Birds of Praise car. The Birds of Praise car. No, I yeah. think I think it's Black Canary's car. Black Canary's car or Huntress, one of them. Yeah. Steals their car and you know, they're both wearing like the same clothes and have the same sunglasses, and they're both eating and like that. Bre- yeah, the breakfast yeah. sandwich that she lost at the beginning. Um and then like the movie and ends that. And the hyena's like there too. And the hyena's there, yeah. And the and the movie ends. And what's interesting is Cassandra Kane is, you know, in the comics, a bat girl. Yes, not a Harley girl. Yes. Um, so she is a, you know, vigilante in the bat family yeah and with, the, it,
0: with a pretty badass costume too
1: yeah really cool costume and she was also known as orphan for a while yeah she she kind of had like
0: the uh the batman beyond suit
1: yeah it's like really like thin and like covers the, face, yeah, no covers the face no features all the way yeah, yeah. spooky yeah but it's, it's just so weird to me because it's, it's not Cassandra Kane in any way. No. So it was almost like, hey, we need, like, one more name. Like, we have this character. It's like, going, and like we yeah. need it to be an important character. Like, what names can we use? Yeah, going back
0: to the whole thing about, th- like, throwaway characters. Or like, you know, they just have these names to
1: throw away. Literally. That mean nothing. Like, oh, Black Mask. Like, I guess we got to give him a black a black mask by the end of the movie. And then immediately, it's like, do they have no plans for the future with these actors? Well, I mean, it's interesting that you say, and and this is probably what we'll what we'll end our Harley Quinn talk on is clearly this is fuck nuts, <laughs> and it's 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 a whole bar of it, and um, you know, knowing that we have the Batman in twenty twenty one, which presumably is going to either reset the universe or be a standalone film, the likes of the Joker. Who even knows? But what exactly, who even knows because. As we've said so many times in this podcast, DC does not have a plan. It's like they're building
0: a sandcastle way too close to the ocean. I was going to say they're just playing with wet sand, just like okay. And then, like, they build something and it falls over and then they try to build something else and that falls over.
1: I was going to say it's like, you know, they're at like their end of the year meeting, but it's like in a plane flying above the ocean and all of the executives have parachutes on. And they're like, all right, I want you to say the first letter that comes to mind and then jump out of this plane. And whatever they spell by the end of the trip is, the, is what they do. That's the next script they work with.
0: That's a crazy way to get a script, but I wouldn't be surprised if... Uh, that's the way that's that DC way. does
1: it. Yeah, they're like, "Ah, oh, this here, Kerflackle. Oh, I think that obviously means we need like an octopus drumming on some drums in the Aquaman hey, movie. Hey, Aquaman had an octopus friend at one point. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I won't. I won't say that he didn't.
0: It was a weird way to reference him, though.
1: It was. Um, all in all, another brick in the wall. Another brick in the wall. Oh, bad another device. bad DC movie. <laughs> yeah. And it is a shame because DC kind of had like something good going for it, real hot. Yeah. But now yeah.
0: we have to use that brick to uh, cask of Amontillado it and yeah. seal it away forever.
1: Goodbye, Harley <laughs> Quinn. This is the final brick. No. Yes. Uh, and with that, this is going to bring this episode to a close. Uh, please follow us, rate us, review us, any of those things. Get in touch with us. If you would like to get in touch with us, you can always reach us at thedorkwebpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram as thedorkwebpodcast and on Facebook as thedorkweb and on Twitter as the dork web you could also visit our website <laughs> the and i highly encourage you to wait is it dot .net or dot .com the dorkweb.net okay come on evan net. other than that please enjoy the rest of your night on leave on leave